You're listening to Death Notes. I'm JD. I'm Steven. What's up? Hi. Hi. Um. Hi. What do we do at the beginning of this episode? This is what we do. Oh, good. This is what we. This is what we do at the beginning of every episode. We vamp. Vamp. Uh, yes. Let's vamp. Real See, quick. we our producers in the background just twirling his hand over left and right, you know, in a circle, like, yeah. hey, fill time, fill time. <laughs> Dead air. Normally, he's like, you piece of shit. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? We're live. You idiot. What the fuck? (laughs) Push it. Let's go. You push it. Now. (laughs) I'm in a theater. Oh, man. So we don't need to talk about our weeks, right? We do that on our other show. Yeah. Go listen to the other show. Yeah. Dragon Ballers. Oh, we are going to tell you what it is. It's that. It's Dragon Ballers. It's the best show ever. Not the longest running Dragon Ball podcast on the internet of all time. <laughs> of all time, the exclusively Dragon Ball, except for when we talked. What did we talk about? Endgame, right? We did that one time. I, it was either Endgame or Infinity War. Oh, Infinity War. It was yeah. Infinity which War, which was better than Endgame. Yes, by, I prefer Infinity War. Miles. It's streets ahead. Streets ahead. Not the best Marvel film, but. What is the best Marvel? I think uh, Captain America, Civil War, or what? The Winter Soldier. I mean, I like that one a lot. Oh yeah, that's a damn good movie. That's really good. That was a good answer. Yeah, and good uh, answer for fun. I think the most fun one is Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of the, Galaxy yeah. the first. Yeah, Volume One. Yeah, I do like uh, Ant Man too, though. It's not a great movie, but it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd is a national treasure. Love me some Paul Rudd. Yeah, he is. He's a diamond in the rough. So we're going to go from lighthearted discussion into the darkest of dark. Oh my gosh, this one gets this, this one is where it starts to get real. All right, this is when you realize the depth of uh, light. Kira, yes, Kira, his uh, his insanity, his tactics. I well, mean, you, you thought maybe at first you know, like he's got a bit of a god complex, right? And yeah. that you, you're confirmed with that in this, but you also see a bit of a evil oh, streak yeah. in him. Like it's a bit mm-hmm. disconcerting. He, will, he does not care who he has to take out of his way, but he will. And right. We'll find out all about that in the next Few. twenty to thirty minutes. Right. So Light waits. He's going to wait a week before killing Ray Pinberg. Yeah, he just—they're fresh off of their bus jacking incident mm-hmm. where some uh, criminal just decided to try and hijack the bus. But this was all part of Light's plan. Right. Um, to find out who this FBI agent who's tailing him is. So he knows Ray Penber is the name of the FBI agent now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this episode kind of starts off with Ray being like, hey, I, I, I should tell you. I work for the FBI. I work for the FBI. I was put here to tail you, but I do not suspect you now. Right? right. He, he gives him. He, he doesn't the whole say beans. that. Light kind of figures that out on right. his own. But he's mm-hmm. like, the Japanese police don't know that I'm here. I would like for you to I'd keep like that you a to secret. Keep that for a secret. Mm-hmm. And Light's like, sure. I won't even tell my father, who mm-hmm. is the, the head chief of police. police. Yes, he's important when it comes to the police. Mm-hmm. So Ray goes back to his hotel room with his fiance, and she's like, "Come on, Ray." You realize this isn't a coincidence, right? Yeah. How like, can you sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I was on the bus jacking, you know, where this criminal ended up dying. 
Like, it's got to be one of those other passengers. He might have been suspecting you. Right. Like, but he gets pretty angry at that. He's like, no, no, no. We're going to drop this conversation. He's like, listen, listen you're no honey. You're no longer an FBI agent. You what? used to be an FBI, but now you're not. Right. We came here for me to meet your family, and then you're going to pop out my babies. Yeah. And, and by that point, this whole thing, you won't even remember you were an FBI agent. Yeah. You're going to be Just so, so incredibly sexist and gross. It is a bit ridiculous. He's like, you're going to be so busy with our kids and then and cooking and cleaning and for then, me and then polishing me off, you know, at the end of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. that you're not going to have time to think about how great of a FBI agent you were. You used to be right. Better than me even because, you know, you actually use your brain and like mm-hmm. don't believe in the law of coincidence. Like I better you know. pepper in a, a compliment into this little story. Yeah. You were a tremendous FBI agent, but now you're a baby factory. So that's <laughs> so. it. That's all you are. Give up on your dreams. Right. <laughs> it's time for you to settle down. And so Light use it, is doing more experiments. And these experiments have really showed him some stuff. So much so that he realizes something that even Ryuk didn't know yeah. about the death. He though. can write in the cause of death um, and then wait to write the name. Yeah. And it will still work. Yeah. And Ryuk is like, Wow. I didn't even know you could do that. I love that reaction where we get yeah. out of him. And uh, so, yeah, Kira's doing some experiments over about a week, right? Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm I'm going to get Ray Pember, not just yet. And, and Ryuk is even like, you're going to kill him, aren't you? And you're going like, kill him, aren't you? Like, no, not, not just yet. That would be awfully suspicious if yes. I did that, you stupid, stupid man. Because if you wait a week, they'll investigate other people close to the police and they mm-hmm. won't think about me. Or even... Like the way that he ends up doing it, like um, they wouldn't suspect him. They would suspect somebody who has a lot more information mm-hmm. because of what we find, what happens here. So it's been a week. Kira's been doing his death experiments. Uh, he's been having some of the uh, inmates write down notes, just random, to fuck with L. Yeah, yeah, suicide notes, and so. Um, like one of them says, "Hey, L, did you know that Shinigamis, or what is it that he says? Did you know Death well, Gods?" Well, there's a bunch of notes, and so it's mm-hmm. like a he's doing them a piece at a time. Yeah, and it finally finishes the last one at the end of the episode. Yeah, so L's been getting these weird notes mm-hmm. about Death Gods, and he's like, "What am I supposed to believe in Death Gods now?" Does Kira believe in Death Gods? What's happening? Mm-hmm. So, um, light confronts not really confronts but sneaks up behind ray pimber in the train station he's like listen i'm kira and you need to do exactly what i say and if you don't believe me check out that guy over there sweeping up the floor i'm gonna kill him right now and the dude dies Mm -hmm. he has a heart attack right there and dies and he's like it's fine and ray pimber's like okay i believe you you're the real deal yeah he he it's fine if he dies he had been accused of sexual assault multiple times and he always got off the hook because of a lack of evidence but but now he's dead Incidentally, they on TV, have you ever noticed that in like court, they always make it out like the uh def- not yeah, the defendant needs uh is has the burden of proof. Right. When in reality the plaintiff right. is the one that has the burden of proof. Absolutely, because there's innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. That we say. Everybody that we every time we put that on television though, we always forget that and we're like defendant. I assume he's guilty right away. Well, 
the court of public opinion always is, I feel like it's usually the other way, unless mm-hmm. you have like a certain, like a big rooting interest for the person on yeah. trial. You're like, oh, definitely guilty. He needs to prove to me that he's not guilty, mm-hmm. which is kind of backwards. It is. You know. But, but anyway. We're not going to get, you there know. There was a tangent. I, I digress. That's all right. So he tells Ray, he gives him like a little transistor radio kind of thing yeah, that can't like, be traced. Mm-hmm. Ray's like, this is like a child's toy. But that means that it probably doesn't have any way to record right. or be tracked. But also you can use it underground. Yep. This guy's thought of everything. So he has him get on the train and he gives and him And he recognizes the voice, but he doesn't know from where. Can't put it like, all together. I, I know this guy's voice. Where have I heard it before? Mm-hmm. Who is this? So the instructions are basically, all right, here's the deal. How many of you guys came with the FBI? About 12. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me... The name of the guy in charge. The guy who's going to know who all these 12 people are. Right. And then, here in a minute, you're going to get an email from him with pictures and names mm-hmm. of all the undercover so, FBI Yeah, he agents. has Ray Pember write down the name mm-hmm. of the top FBI guy who, you know, sent out the 12 people. Mm-hmm. The Jesus of this scenario who yes. sent out the 12 apostles. Yes. Uh, so... Ray gets this he, – he was given this envelope by uh, Light, who was standing right behind him, mm-hmm. earlier. He's yeah. not there anymore. So he's got this envelope with some paper and, like – Little cutouts. Little cutouts where he can see another piece of paper behind the paper, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know what's going on. It's a very weird-looking thing. Right. Um. So, yeah, he's on the train by himself now, listening to the radio that Light has provided him, which is giving him the instructions – so he writes down the name of the head honcho boss, mm-hmm. and then the head Light honcho says, sends him the email. Yep, you're going to get an email, which is obviously something that Light had orchestrated, right? Because as soon as he writes the name, he's like, "Okay, you're going to get an email with those twelve guys mm-hmm. and their faces." Picture their faces when you write their names down in the the blanks, mm-hmm. which he does. Yep. And then he's like, "All right, now you're going to stay on the train for thirty minutes, put the envelope above you." And you're going to get off at this station when people are going to realize. When no one's going to suspect you or even know that you put that up there so that nobody tries to give that back to you. Right. So he walks off the train and immediately has a heart Heart attack. attack. And uh, Light walks right behind him as he's falling over. And he's like, oh, hey, Ray Pember. Sayonara. It's nice to see you. And then, of Um, course, that's when Ray Pember recognizes Light Yagami. The guy from the bus. And uh, Light's like, yeah, I'm Kira. Get and, used to it. And you're dead. But you're so, also dead. But what Kira had done is those were pages of the death note. Yes. That Ray Pember was writing the names on. Because mm-hmm, Light had already written how they die and also, I guess, some stuff leading up to the where how they die because um, – He made – once he wrote his boss's name, mm-hmm. it was written in there for him to send an email send to an email Ray Pember. To Ray Pember with all the people. and So the, um, the ability and the power that the death note has is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, in the right hands – this is some good stuff. I don't think I would have thought of that. I might have come to something close to that eventually. Yeah. But I don't think I would have been able to quite orchestrate such a thing because, I don't know, like you break down the rules of what you can get away with and what you can't get away with with these types of things. Yeah. Or like whatever. Um, you You eventually learn how to do it. But he probably had to kill quite a few people to figure yes. this one out. Yeah. A lot of deaths. Like, be like, okay, I can write this, but I can't write this. You know, it's got to be specific enough to where this can happen. 
And it's just like, wow. Yeah. That's nuts. That is nuts. And good for him for coming up with that in mm-hmm. some kind of way, you know? Yeah. And at this news, the FBI, the head of the FBI, like uh, the the big guy in the FBI, I don't know who he would be. He the contacts yeah. L and is like, hey. Um, We're pulling out. Yeah. All 12 of the people that you, the FBI agents that you requested to come to Japan and spy on the police, they're all dead. They all died at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Um, we we're done. Yeah, have fun with this one. But this also reveals to Light's dad that L was having the police in Japan investigated. Yep, they found out that they were being watched, and this also puts a little bit of fear into them because, like anybody who's trying to investigate Kira, is going to die, die. putting their life at risk. So anybody who wants out can get out. Mm-hmm. So most everybody leaves except for six people. Six people, and that includes Mr. Yagami, Mr. Chief of Police Yagami himself. And so L uses like a secret coded message. He's like, "Hey, nobody share what's about to happen." Mm-hmm. He's not talking; it's like writing on There's, the screen. Yeah, they're reading a text message right. essentially that popped up on their screen. I'm already here in Japan, staying at this hotel. I'm going to be moving fairly often, but I want y'all to meet me in person. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Yagami realizes that this was L's way of kind of weeding out the people he couldn't mm-hmm. trust and then only working with the people who were really committed to the case. Yeah. And one of the six people, he's like, you know what? Actually, I'm I'm out. Yeah. What if Light's not going to really be there? He's going to send a proxy like he always right. does. I don't think I can trust him. Um, he obviously doesn't trust me. Also, I don't want to get killed by Kira, so I'm out. And so now we're down to just five. Yep. And L, and I guess Watari, yeah, who's L's um a helper assistant, guy. yeah, the the voice, the hand of the king, the hand of the it. king. So the they go to gives. meet L mm-hmm, at a in, hotel, at a hotel room, and the, like we were talking about earlier, L has been getting these notes from Kira, and it, the final of all the notes says, "L, do you know that Shinigami love apples? They love apples. Yeah, what the hell kind of nonsense is that?" Just just messing with him. And mm-hmm. L figures that out. He's like, ah, Kira is just making fun of me and trying to toy with me until he decides his next mm-hmm. move. Yeah. And I mean, like, L himself has kind of been toying with these criminals because he knew, he su- at least suspected <laughs> that the FBI agents would be killed by Kira. Or yeah. at least he wanted to see, is Kira willing to go that so far that he will take out anyone doesn't matter if they're a criminal or not. So, I mean, he well, I mean, suspected that this was going to happen. Right, and he's realizing that, hey, if Kira knows my name and knows anything about me, he might be able to kill me. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure the only people I let work on this case with me are people that are really dedicated, willing to risk their own lives, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, we can maybe make some head white. But if we are stuck with these half-assed people that are only here collecting a paycheck and don't want to do the hard work, mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, they, they have plenty of other things that they can be working on, but I don't want them working with me Yeah, on this case. Yep. Chief Yagami, he has a conversation with his family. He finally spills the beans and is like, oh, hey, by the way, you know that Kira character? Well, I'm on the case. And yes. Mrs. Yagami and their daughter, they're not too pleased about it. They're like, well, what if you die? This Kira can can kill anyone. And he's like, it doesn't matter. My job is to investigate criminals, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stop Kira. Yeah, even if 
I, you know, as a policeman, I wouldn't want to do this. As a person with moral compass, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I gave up on this. So I have to do it. And Light is all like, yeah, Dad, I'm so proud to have a father like you. I'm super proud of you, Dad. Um, And if you happen to die, I'll personally make sure that Kira is found and executed. Yes. Do you think he's telling the truth there? You know, I don't know. I doubt it. If he has to write his dad's name and then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm Kira, execute me. Do you think he would write his dad's name or do you think he'd try to convince his dad that everything was fine? I don't know. You got to think. But his dad, do you think his dad would be okay with it? That's the other thing that you got to think about. It's like, you know, I love my children. But if they were... I think if I found out one of them was a mass murderer, I probably wouldn't be okay with it. What if they were all bad people except for the FBI agents? Even then. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, I'm never faced with this situation. You shouldn't be. <laughs> I have to decide. Well, my son found a death note, decided to kill a bunch of people. Am I cool with it? Let me think about this. This is good. But you're trying to figure out, like, Kira, what is he thinking? Like, he knows what his he, dad is up to. He's got a God complex. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. But he doesn't care about his dad's job or anything. I don't think he wants to kill his dad. No, I, I think he would do anything to avoid that. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, uh, the location of Kira has already been narrowed down so much. Yeah, he knows it's close. Because, and this leads us to another thing, Ray Pimber's fiance realizes uh, yes. that he was killed by Kira. She firmly believes that he was killed by Kira and nothing's going to change her mind. Yeah. So and she's, she's like suspecting. She's like investigating. She's talking to the bus driver who remembers Ray, mm-hmm. but he doesn't remember anyone else. So everybody like, else was pretty forgettable. This is what I can do. Then I can go along this bus route mm-hmm. and see who uses this bus. And it should give me some sort of clue. Yeah. If he's been identity. using this bus, he obviously lives somewhere in the vicinity of here. Yeah. But you know, you got to remember Japan, I think is pretty, pretty tightly uh uh what's the word i'm looking for populated densely populated densely populated yeah. it's super tight thank in Japan. you it's so tight it's so tight like a drum uh, so yeah i mean even if working with a five mile radius i mean come on there could be millions of people just yeah, it could be. it's not millions billions 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 and billions, billions. so this is good, though, because it adds a wrinkle. Like, before yeah. this, you're thinking, oh, Kira's just going to get away with it because he's killed the one person who maybe would have any idea. Oh, but here comes Mrs. Penber. Not, Mrs. Almost Penber. Gonna be Penber <laughs> and former FBI director, Baby Factory. Yes. So I like this, that someone is on to him, mm-hmm. and he's it puts a little bit of a threat in your mind because you don't want him to just get away with everything. Because if they made L super ineffectual and have no idea who Kira is, that would not be cool. But now that, hey, there's someone on his case, mm-hmm. we're going to sniff something out and makes it more tense, mm. in my this, opinion. This is where the show starts to get like you, in the sense that he has to start killing people that he wouldn't necessarily kill. Right. He kills 12 FBI agents for no reason at no all. No reason. They weren't No reason at they all. They weren't they didn't fit the uh description of bad guys like in any by any means. In fact, they were the opposite of bad guys. Right. They're the ones that hunt down bad guys. This is the turning point for him. He's like, "Oh, I because I can, I'm going to kill these people." It's and not so much because he can, it's because he feels like he has to. Yeah, so that, that suspicion doesn't get 
raised on him. But Ray doesn't even suspect him. He's like, ah, the fact that he looked at me at all, he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Dead. Dead. You Death did. to you, bitch. Kill that guy. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I love it. So good. So good. So that's the end of this episode. But man, come back for the next one because it is going to get insane. If you've never watched it's gonna it. It's going to be mental. Mental. It's mental. It's going to be M mental. to the B. M to the B. M to the B. Yeah. So if you haven't been watching along, you really should. And you really should like, be because our description is not that great. No. In it's the okay. Show, the show is good. But, the show is way better. Uh, Not the dub. I watched the dub, and the dub is not bad. It's not as good as the sub, It's though. not as good as the sub, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to read. Yeah, you just want to listen. Mm-hmm. I've done both. I've watched the dub and the sub, but I feel like the sub is much better. And I don't say that about every anime. Don't call me a sub snob he's, or whatever. He's a subber. I'm a subber. I'm a Gen 1 only Pokemon. Yeah, what happens after 151? Nothing. Nothing. It's all bullshit. When I'm playing Pokemon Go, if it's not a Gen 1, I just let it <laughs> just go. Just walk away. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. Why so, would I want to catch anything that's not right. Zapdos are bust. Mm-hmm. So if you are listening and you're following along, we appreciate you. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone. Tweet it like crazy. But to do that, you should probably follow us on Twitter. So my Twitter is at Real JD Lee. You can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Stephen Bell Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, and we don't have a show on Twitter, but you can check out all of our other stuff, Dragon Ballers, um, and we have a bunch of other podcasts. We got Death Notes, One Punch Man Recap, Attack on a Chat on Titan, and Dragon Ballers. So follow all of those, listen to all of those, and you'll just get. You could listen to us almost every weekday. And I yeah. don't know if we announced this, but uh, Attack on Titan has a date. December 7th. Yes. So we will get through a lot of Death Note. We'll get through most of the good part. They're going to be dropping a bomb on America on December 7th. Yeah. Think about that one for a little bit. (laughs) Can't say bomb on an airplane. Yeah, you can't. But also Pearl Harbor Day is December 7th. Oh, no. Once again, America will be attacked by a huge force that is from Japan. The rumbling is going to happen. Dude, the the rumbling. rumbling. Get ready. Shit. It's real. <laughs> it is real. And they just squished those poor little boys. In oh, one my God. Dude, I, you remember that? Yes. Like, so good. So, yeah. A Chat on Titan is a good show. Uh, podcast. And it's Attack on Titan, Attack is, a on good Titan show. is a great show. All right. So we appreciate right. y'all listening. We will be back real soon. We hope that you have a great week. Be sure and register to vote if you haven't because today's the last day in not? most states. Um, but we will talk to you next time.